Bradley, you and Rob Lopes had this thing circled on your calendar for the last 10 fucking months. You guys have been talking about how awesome this weekend's going to be and, and the, so amazing, cool <laughs> the amazing weekend that's going to be Bristol dirt racing. And uh, it's uh, going to be a pinnacle in Rob Lopes's uh, storied career in the NASCAR Cup Garage. Uh, wait a minute. Maybe that's Animal? not quite – Maybe maybe that's not quite what you guys have been saying. I, for one, am excited about what's getting ready to happen at Bristol. But I just found out, Rob Lopes, very uh, within the last 35 seconds, I found out from my good friend Billy Bradley, the weatherman of Bristol, Virginia, slash Bristol, Tennessee, that it doesn't. the outlook does not look favorable to a happy weekend at uh, Bristol, Tennessee. Billy, are we going to get some rain this weekend, son? <laughs> Absolutely. There's a reason they moved this race from March. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Yeah. We just moved it from March. So, I mean, there was a reason that race was moved. Yeah. The first <laughs> Bristol race I went to, I sat through nine oh, hours yeah. of uh, of uh, uh, of rain delays, and we and and as as the, I believe Carl Edwards won that race, and as yeah. he won the checkered flag, took the checkered flag, it started raining again, damn it. I, I, I quit drying out my socks after the fourth time. I was miserable. Saw I'm a great race, ready. though. As a, yeah, it uh, started at, uh, I think, two three thirty in the afternoon, finished about 10 p.m. Um, but here we go again. We're going to have some weather. And Rob Lopes, I know this spells disaster for um, – uh, it, because it ain't like you get the jet dryers out there and drive this thing up. Any thoughts we got going into this weekend, Rob, about the weather? Yeah, it's going to be messy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, just a little behind-the-scenes stuff, like stuff we've been talking about. I mean, it's a dirt race, okay? Cup cars haven't been on a dirt track since, I think, uh, 1970, and no, I wasn't there. That was your um, first race, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're thinking, I mean, something to think about this here, and I mean, I'm sure Billy can attest, or he knows he's there. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's rained a couple of times. I mean, they've had that dirt on the racetrack there for, I don't know, what, a month now or so? They've yeah. been running events out there. I'm yeah. sure it's rained some in that time. But you're not talking about a regular dirt track. Like the water soaks through and just keeps going to the, you know, water table. We're talking there's concrete under there. Yeah. So where is it going to go? Is it going to, I mean, are we, you know, if it's, if it's torrential the way it was here tonight, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you're looking at washouts, ruts and stuff. I mean, who knows? Plus all that stuff's going to run into the infield where they haven't put any dirt. Yeah. So it could be a, could be a sloppy mess. And everybody, I everybody I've talked to says, "Man, I'm wearing the oldest work clothes I have, the oldest sneakers I have." Uh, Here's what: everything's going in the trash. (laughs) Two shits about the actual race. What is going to be fun is watching them haulers get out of that mud with the rain and mud. I'm going to buy a ticket just to see that. Oh man, you I don't have any idea how that's going to work. And and let me t- anybody in the construction industry that is listening right now knows exactly what SW3P is. It's a federally mandated program, stormwater pollution prevention plan, and you can't start any project 
above one acre uh, that, that doesn't have a stormwater prevention, uh, pollution prevention plan in place. They got to do a feasibility study. They have to do an uh, environmental impact study. And basically what that means is you cannot disturb the ground. You cannot move the vegetation off the soil without having um, uh, uh, drain holes, you know, covered with logs or filter fabric to keep the, the dirt out of the, out of the, out of the water so we can keep it clean. And it is absolutely the very first thing any construction project does. There is a in-place SW3P plan, and I shudder to think what's going to happen when that dirt runs off that steep. I mean, my God, I, I, I have a hard time being there, Billy. I think I told you the first time I was there, I was like, Billy, I don't know how those cars stay on that damn track. It's got to be centrifugal force or something. But there's no way that, that wa- all that shit's not going to wash right down into the, into the inside. There's just no way. And I think we got, uh, we got a recipe for a, a pretty dirty, messy um, uh, issue there. But I, the one thing that – Billy sent me a picture, Rob, like two weeks ago. And, like, the first 25 rows, all the seats were covered in about an inch and a half of dirt. Am I wrong, oh, Billy? That was, yeah, that was Saturday night last weekend at the World of Outlaws. Uh, I had tickets to go to that, and uh, I, you know, this so thing called work got in the way of it. And I give it to a buddy of mine. He took his two kids. He sent me that picture. I was like, damn, I'm glad I missed that. It was it was shocking, Rob. We obviously we have a new tire out here. Nobody knows anything about it, I'm guessing. But what what, what have you been told? What do you expect? I mean, do you have as a tire guy who who can put us all through a class and has several times on a on a on a regular NASCAR tire? What can you tell us about this tire we're getting ready to race? Um, it's a dirt tire. It's a bias fly. It was built especially for this race. It is different than the tire that the trucks ran at Eldora. And um, it being a bias ply, I mean, obviously, there's a, it's a whole different ballgame you know, compared to the radials. Um, a little tire 101 as far as bias ply goes. Stagger is a huge deal, and stagger variance is a little bit bigger of a thing with a bias ply. Um, one thing you can do is you can make bias fly tires bigger. Basically what you do is, uh, you pump them real full of air mm-hmm. and let them set a while. And what it does is it stretches that fabric out, yeah. stretches that tire out. And yeah. then you let the air back down to where you want to run it. And that tire is bigger than where it was before you put air in it. It's, you know, it stretches like yeah. a shirt almost, you know, and, uh, yeah. It's and it's you know there's a lot a lot to play with there's an art to it for sure. Yeah. Now when you say stagger, remind everybody what you're talking about on stagger with with oh. these cars. Yeah, right. We haven't talked about that in a while. Okay, so stagger. Stagger is basically the difference, or is the term used for the difference between the size of the tires from the right to the left. Mm-hmm. And since we go around an oval counterclockwise, where the cars are turning left, the smaller tire is on the inside of the racetrack on the left side. The larger tires on the right side. Basically, an easy, a really easy example to show what Stagger does is to take a styrofoam coffee cup, lay it on its side, and push it across the table. The big end will turn, make, you know, whatever side the big end on is that's the direction that cup will turn. It'll turn away from the big side. 
So that's yeah. what Stagger does. Stagger helps turn the car. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Rob, I got to ask you a question. Are we going to see these cars drifting around the corners like we do with, uh, with late models and, and, uh, and some of these sprint cars? Is that, what, is that what's going to happen when they go to Bristol? Well, I, I would, I mean, any, I would have to say with, and I do have dirt racing experience. I mean, even though it was what feels like centuries ago, um, and anybody that's ever watched a dirt race with a late model with a sprint car with modified, you, it, or even if you've watched that cartoon movie cars, you got to turn right to go left. Yeah. So basically the only time when you enter the corner, the only time you're turning that wheel to the left is you're turning that wheel to the left to set the car. You're getting it to turn in that direction and you're steering with a throttle, and you're, and it's just like when you're sliding on ice, you're turning in the direction of the skid. Yeah. So you're turning the car to the right while you're using the throttle to, to move the car around the corner. So, yes, it will be sort of a drift. Now, the other thing to think about concerning that is the actual vehicle, late models, sprint cars. Like, you know, we are talking horsepower to weight ratio is – incredible because what's a sprint car weighs 1400 pounds it's got 800 horsepower yeah well now you have a 3400 pound race car with 700 horsepower 750 horsepower Mm -hmm. so you've got twice the car with almost the same horsepower and you're on half the tire yeah (laughs) even a stack we we had even a stack a stack of those buy supplies that we're going to run stack with two rights, two lefts, is considerably uh, shorter than a stack of our radials. Yeah. So that tells you right there that the width of those tires is narrower, which means yeah. less tire patch on the ground. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, there, there's, there's going to be a pretty huge learning curve, and I, I'm pretty sure – I think one of you two made a comment on or I saw it on social media somewhere earlier this week that I believe – I think there's what ten cup drivers entered into the truck race. Yeah, yeah, yep, or or more. I, I want to say ten, but it could be more. Yeah. Uh, well, is Ryan Newman entered into race? I yes, thought I saw he his is. Name. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's driving Brad Means truck, the thirty-nine. Yeah, that's what I thought, Billy. We have got. I, and look, I know um, you're not super excited about this. It's uh. But Billy's it, going. It, he says he's not excited, but tell me, I know you're going. I'm not going. He's not oh, really? going. <laughs> yeah, he's not going. I got to – Now, go ahead, let, let me clarify something. If this race would have been April, May, I, I would have stood in line to buy a ticket. I know I've been to too many of these March races. Yeah. One year it was 80 degrees and you're sunburnt. The next year you're throwing snowballs in the infield. Yeah, uh, I wasn't yeah. real keen on this idea anyway. And the weather situation in March, I was like, I'm not even going to nah, attempt to try to get a ticket. If it's going to be nice that weekend, I'll go down and try to find a ticket. But no, nah, I'm not going. I'll enjoy the shit show on TV. Rob, it was last week. It was the anniversary of when Billy bought a, what was that thing, a $600 fucking camper, Billy? Yes. <laughs> he bought a $600 camper, and he set it up for me, Johnny the house mom, uh, Jimmy Wags, to go out there and sleep at Bristol. And um, Johnny flew into Charlotte at, like, midnight on a Friday night. 
It rained before we got there. It rained all goddamn day Saturday, <laughs> all fucking day Sunday, and our or 6.30 Monday morning, I had a meeting I had to attend because I was trying to get out of a contract or get a, get a job sold and get my contract over, and uh, Johnny had to go to work. He had already taken all his vacation days. Johnny and I saw exactly zero fucking laps and sat in. Billy, we used more goddamn duct tape, and uh, 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 we probably used three rolls of duct tape and some of that spray-on shit, and all we did was sit and drink moonshine and eat ribs for two days. That part wasn't bad. <laughs> But we saw zero, zero uh, laps of racing, and all Billy did was come out there, set the son of a bitch up, uh, get wet, and then come back Monday afternoon and take some bitch home. Um, that, that's, in fact, I believe they were using jet skis. Billy, wasn't that the year they were using jet skis uh, in yeah. the campground? Yeah, it was the year they had the stand-up model jet skis. They were riding them around over in the Earhart campground beside the track there. It was yeah. it was weird. I think this is having it this time of year is just not it's just not ideal. But we got to talk about the heat races. You know, a lot of fans several years ago when we were trying to figure out a way to make some mile and a half tracks better or maybe get some fans out there. Everybody talks about heat races, heat races, heat races, heat races. Now I'll be honest with you, I was one of those guys that was like, hey, it's Charlotte, you got to have a heat race because that track just sucks so bad. You got to get those fans something to do but i actually like the heat races here it's going to be very different i'm not a big dirt track guy i don't like sprint cars i think sprint cars are stupid i don't like i I, I go to my local um track out here in uh in east texas at the at the um uh devil's bowl or dust bowl whatever the hell it is that tells you how many times i'm there i don't even know the exact name but i go out there probably twice a year but the thing about it is, is to have heat races on something like this, I hope we get them in. But it's going to be interesting to see how this all works, uh, to see how it sets up the field. Rob, I know you, with your background, you're certainly familiar with heat races. Any idea whatsoever how how this might play out? Or if you do you like the idea, especially for this race? Do you think it translates anywhere else? What are your thoughts? Um, I, I, think it, I think this will work well for this event. I don't like the idea of it um, for any of our other events. Yeah. So the simple fact is, you know, this is a one-off thing. It's going to be yeah. an anomaly. I don't, I really don't think this will be a permanent thing. And, and this is just my opinion. I know why we're doing it where we're doing it. Sure. Because of percentage of people in the stands. Yeah. I, under, I get that. If we were to do this on a regular basis, yep. the smart thing would be to do it either at here in Charlotte at the dirt track there yep. or in Texas at the dirt track there or something yep. like that. Not that I really want to go to Texas for a dirt track when there's one sure. right here in the backyard, but yep. th- let's go to a real dirt track. If we're going to have a dirt race, let's go to a real dirt track. Let's yep. do that. Well, that's built for dirt with banking, yeah. drainage, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, 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 bank, the bank goes right the, for dirt. Yeah, you're absolutely right. When the water gets down below that dirt, it ain't got anywhere to go. So no. It's not going to dry out. And, it's just going to run and sit there. And Bristol, I mean, Bristol's got so much banking. I mean, yeah. when you cross the racetrack, like we – I mean, ever since – before they built a tunnel, you had to walk across the racetrack and turn three to get yeah. down to the infield. 
And it, we still do that on entry in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can blow out an ACL walking down that street. Hell, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, and most of your, your true dirt tracks aren't banked that way. So, yep. you know, that'll provide a little, you know, it, it, it's just going to, yeah, I think there's going to be some drama because you're looking at heavy vehicles yeah. racing on the surface. The trucks and the cup cars are heavy vehicles. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, is it going to be is it going to be a spectacle? Yes. Will there be some entertainment? Yes. I is and and I hope I I honestly hope that I'm wrong when I say I don't think it's going to be the awesome show that everybody hopes it's going to be. But I, I think it will be. I think it will be something to see. It'll be interesting. Um, along those lines, I would say that everybody's got their money on Larson and yeah. and Christopher Bell. Uh, you know, the guys with the big dirt experience that win a lot, especially Larson. Yeah. But you, you got to remember, dirt experience, there's other guys in the field that have some dirt experience, but they've never raced a big taxi yeah, cab, yeah. high center of gravity race car like yeah. we're putting out there. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. You brought up something that I, I, I want to talk about, and, and that is I, I, um, I, this car – going around there nobody has uh, any you know experience with running something like that heavy high center gravity in here what the brakes i know you guys are allowed to put screens on some of the ducks and those sorts of things there's no you know drop down splitter uh, the, i'm 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 wondering about the braking on uh, on these cars because you know I, I this is a big heavy car and yeah. and i'm I, I i i just feel like you know with the with a lighter car you might be able to stop it a little quicker are we going to have some issues with the brakes on 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 this track here rob what do you think you know your your guess is as good as mine and i don't know i'm sure i'm sure there's been a lot of thought put into that but it's uh, i mean the brakes on the cup cars and the trucks too i mean we're not talking about you know some cheap stuff that you get at a you know online from some third rate you know, online part company, you're talking serious braking, you're talking for real rotors, for real pads, you know, specifically designed braking equipment that we use on our short track stuff. Yeah. You know, big calipers, thick rotors, you know, good pads. And, again, it's it's still going to be about momentum. So, yeah. And the thought, the feel is, is the speeds are going to be slower than when we are there when we're racing the surface as a, as a concrete surface. Uh, cup cars get around there in, I think, 15 seconds, usually. The talk is closer to 20. Oh. So you'll notice a difference in the way those cars work. Yeah. You know See, I, mean? I kind of, I, I may be wrong in this, but I kind of think we're going to not really see too bit much difference as much. Dan, you have a degree in dirt, uh, what's that called, a dirtology degree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a soil degree. So all this, all this racing yeah. we've had on it, the the dirt, they're not bringing any fresh dirt in. It's, it is what it is. And these heavy trucks, cars, uh, I think it's going to pack this stuff down. It's going to be just 
more like a little bit of a slicker Bristol. Well, the one thing I can tell you, Billy, as um, and and Rob, Billy, <laughs> Billy's been privy to a bunch of uh, conversations where I've talked to him about the plasticity index and uh, Atterberg limits and. Uh, uh, moisture, uh, temperature, you know, moisture, uh, percent moisture in, in soils and all this kind of stuff. And, and my big worry is, is that we're going to get um, so much moisture in that track and we're going to go out there and roll it. And that son of a bitch is going to be harder than asphalt could ever possibly imagine being. And, and, and I think the condition of the track is going to be paramount to what kind of race we're going to have. And oh, this yeah. isn't like, a, a, like going to Atlanta where we know it's going to chew up tires. This isn't like, you know, going anywhere else. Nobody knows what kind of conditions we are going to have because we always race on a dry surface. And that you you can't race on a on a dry um dirt surface. You have to have a level of moisture in it. And so and if you get too much, it sets up like concrete. You don't get enough, it's like beach sand. Um, yeah. and, and it's peeling away. So this it, is going to be unbelievably difficult to manage um, from that standpoint. Billy, my, my big fear, uh, and, and listen, I, I'm excited for this race. The only thing that makes this race better is put fucking lights underneath the car. Yeah. The manufacturer. Man, okay. are we really going to revisit that nonsense again? <laughs> but what I'm really worried about, uh, and, and this is no shit, is I'm worried about um, this turning into a really, really, really bad like plate track where um, it's such a shit show that a bunch of people who can't afford it might get into some trouble because, I mean, listen, Dale Jr. is not a dirt racer. I, I, I mean, I didn't, you know, race a lot of, on dirt. And if he was in this race, he would be one of those guys that, you know, we wouldn't be betting, you know, big on. Now, every racer is raced on, on dirt, but Ricky Stenhouse Jr. races on dirt for fun. Um, you know, th- those guys have a lot more experience. I'm worried that um, I don't want to see something happen to some good teams or some teams that are on the cusp and this and, and this takes their season south. Are, are you worried about that, Billy? Is that is that a possibility in your mind? I, I don't see it for this race because, you know, just like Rob said, like I think this is a question, a race of, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. w- w- nobody knows. The crew chiefs, they don't know how they're setting this. I, I mean, I think they got an idea. They're a lot smarter than I am, but they've never yeah. did this. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, you guys, um, I, I'm sure you've had <laughs> plenty of talks, uh, skull sessions, as uh, as I call them in my business, where you sit down and talk about things that are going to be different. I would imagine the pit crews. Um, are going to have to, you know, clean things off. Maybe they they're not used to. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you brought that up. Here's another little wrinkle. I'm sure you've heard this. There's no live pit stop. Okay, oh, did y'all know shit. that? I completely forgot about that. I Rob. forgot about no, it. I, no I live, no live pit stops. Yeah. No pit crews. That's right. The people that will be changing the tires are the lunatics like me. That travel every week and work on the cars. Yeah. You come on pit road, you service the car. I believe you have three minutes to service the car, change tires, and put fuel yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, and then you leave pit road and you get realigned in the yep. order you came onto pit road. Yep. So there's no pickers there. It's the road guys doing it. 
Um, so that's, you know, and and obviously speed doesn't matter. You have three minutes. Surely, yeah. to goodness, we can change four tires in three minutes. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Did you guys practice, Rob? Practice for what? Well, I mean, I know you guys put tires, tires on all day long, right? All the time. Yeah. I mean. So it's. I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to bust out the old Ingersoll ran air guns and go old school and just start knocking lug nuts off. I mean, we're just going to yeah. walk. We're going to carry tires over there. We're going to jack up the side. We're going to put tires on. We're going to go to the other side. We're going to put tires on. We're going to put gas in it. We're going to send him on his way. Yeah. So, yeah, what I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not, going to, we're not going to sit around and eat ice cream and have a you know, meatball sandwich or anything. <laughs> right. But we're right. not going to, you know, we're, we're not going to, you know, tear a, tear a cartilage running around a car. I mean, geez. Yeah. You know how many years it's been since I ran around a car on a pit stop? Oh, <laughs> it's been a while. Some of the really guys, there's, there's some of the guys in the garage who weren't alive when I did that. I was, uh, I was saying, I'd hope in three minutes you could get four tires and fuel in that thing and eat ice cream. Well, uh, not me. Those fucking tires are heavy. I tried to lift one one time, and I don't yeah, want nothing to do too. with them. Uh, that, that's a that's a younger man's game, or somebody like Rob's been doing it since he was 14 years old. Uh, <laughs> I was just ripping Rob. Uh, yeah, no. I. I uh, I completely forgot about that, and that's why, you know, like, there's a lot of fans that listen to this show that are relatively new within the last five years or so that probably mm-hmm. never been to a dirt track. They've probably never seen, uh, you, you know, heat races and, and, and things like we're getting ready to see here. And, I, I mean, I've been a NASCAR fan forever. I completely forgot that there's no uh, live pit uh, action. Uh, this right. is one of those things where I literally have no idea what's going to happen. Rob Lopes has no idea what's going to happen. Billy Bradley has no idea what's going to happen. I'm excited about it. I'm also going to be happy come Tuesday when this shit's over and uh, and it's in the past and Jimmy Wags has done his recap and, and we can move the hell on and have a good Easter week because this thing has absolutely consumed poor old Bob Pockers. I, I don't know what Bob <laughs> Pockers is going to do with himself um, come next week, boys. Well, you know, it, it, it's a good thing that we've got the Easter Easter holiday coming up the following weekend, and there's and and all three national traveling series are off because everybody yeah. can just decompress from this and just go ahead and wean themselves off all the crazy talk yeah. and everything that they saw or didn't see, and we can you know we can eat our eat our uh, our Reese eggs and our pe- yeah. you know, marshmallow peeps and what have you and uh, you know your ham and everything, and then uh, we and can then move go. forward. We we can move forward the week after and go to Martinsville. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it's it's certainly going to be interesting to see how it goes. Heat races are going to going to be uh, it, it it could be a game changer. You know, back when we were qualifying every week, every now and again you'd see somebody slip up there on the pole or up there in the top five that you weren't used to, and it, 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 who knows what the hell's going to happen. And it's for people who don't know. Um, I mean. Bob Parker's got everything that you want to see, I'm sure. But you know, when you, you if you pass cars in your heat race, you get a point, and it, yeah. it, it, it's from your starting position, and it's, it's going to be interesting. That, you know, guys like Christopher Bell, who's you know a, a Chili Bowl winner, uh, and those sorts of things, they're they're absolutely um, got to be considered uh, some favorites. And uh, it, it's yeah, I, it's I, I don't know, I don't know how you don't consider them favorites. I mean. They, yeah. They've got good dirt experience for here. Again, you know, I, I, it's funny, and I've mentioned this before, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dan, but that's right. Uh, that we, uh, you know, every week we get 
we get an email from the director of the series outlining, uh, you know, event, you know, what, how the event's taking place, what's going on, this, that, the other. Well, on the, I, I believe on one of our, on one of our handouts, our digital handouts, it said that rookie meeting is virtual and it's on uh, Thursday morning or something like that. It was like this morning or something or this afternoon. And it says, Everybody in the field is considered a rookie for this race. Basically, <laughs> everybody better be sitting in here listening yeah. to the rookie meetings. Yeah. <laughs> you that's know funny. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when it's a first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. I, you know, I don't even know if I want to get into any of the other news um, that's going on. I, this is just, this is plenty. Um, we got plenty of time to digest other things. I'm excited. Uh, I'm not necessarily excited because I think we're going to see a great race. I'm not convinced that we're going to see a great race. But I am excited because I am going to see a bunch of stuff I have never seen before and probably won't see ever again um, in the NASCAR Cup Series. And it's, it's, it's certainly going to be different, and I hope we get this race in on time. Billy Bradley is – gone on record uh well billy bradley are we going to get this race in on sunday or or what do you think uh it's a good thing they're off next week because 250 laps around the dirt track and rain uh yeah i think we'll get it in by sunday night billy's predicting a sunday night finish rob i hope that's the case i Um, do too so you guys can get back uh at the shop and get refocus start your your refocus on um, the actual season uh, that makes sense with race cars on racetrack. Power, um, power washers and shop vacs are going to be wide open yeah. for like two days, cleaning out your truck and cleaning those race cars and yeah. the toolbox. And oh uh, man, you know that's where the, uh, the with the rain they should knock the dust down. The dust yeah, should, the, there shouldn't be a dust issue. You yeah, know? there shouldn't be a dust but, hey, issue. Something else to touch on what we were talking about is 250 laps on a dirt track is a lot of laps. That's yep. a marathon. That is a long dirt race. Uh, Rob, let me ask you a question. Is that, um, you know, 250 laps and that heavy of a car going around there? I suspect that this, and, and I'm, I'm being serious, that there may be some drivers. Are there going to be drivers that are fatigued? Because I can see where guys aren't used to I mean, who does a 250-lap dirt race? Well, you know, and and again, I'm no driver, but I there's no way, and at least, I, and it's easy for me to say this, but I don't believe I shouldn't say no way. I don't believe it can be more fatiguing than 500 laps around Bristol under normal conditions. Okay, that's fair. Under regular that's conditions, fair. I I you know, it, it's still the same distance. It's a different surface. Yeah, are they going to be working the steering wheel a little bit harder? Yeah. It, it's not going to be 90 degrees the way it is in August when we're there for the night race. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and you're getting around there in 15 seconds, and, you know, it, I, it's been called, uh, you know, a race inside a cereal bowl or trying to fly a jet plane in yeah. a gymnasium. I think that was one of Steve Park's, one of Steve Park's famous quotes about that place. You know, and, and, I mean, it's nerve-wracking, and there's nowhere to hide in that place. Now, there's not going to be anywhere to hide on the dirt either. Yeah. The pace will probably be a little bit slower, um, yeah. you know, and – and each lap is going to be different. Do you think, you know, the tracks change, you know, on a weekly basis from where we are, like Atlanta or Bristol or wherever Martinsville, you know, as the track takes rubber, you know, all the track changes. Well, you haven't seen nothing until you see 250 laps. 
yeah. of dirt race you think the track's going to change. Yeah. I mean, there's, a chance, that, there. there's a chance it might rut. It could take rubber. It yeah. could go hard slick. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of it will depend on their track prep. Um, I don't know, or I haven't read read up on anything. If they're going to, like, during the stage breaks, are they going to run the water truck around? Or are we yeah. going to, you know, yeah. get the grader out halfway? I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, for people who don't know, it's kind of like watching a hockey game. Sometimes they get out there with the, like I say, with the grader, which would be a Zamboni, and yeah. kind of resurface it a little bit and uh, take some of the treacherous shit out. Um, but it, it's 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 going to be interesting uh, to say the very the very least. And the good thing is, this time next week it'll be over, and uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, Easter ham or or. Um, or whatever you like. Rob, I think you're picking first this week, if I'm not mistaken. Billy, didn't you pick first that. last week? I did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, Rob, you're up, well, buddy. Wait a minute. Yeah. But, but uh, Dan, didn't I get a text message or something like that yes. earlier in the week about yeah. how how great yes. you've been so far this year and yes. all that? Okay. I'd, yeah, you know, I'm I don't like to brag. Right. Uh, you know me, you know, I don't <laughs> like to brag. At least not publicly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to brag. Uh, I don't. I'm not a shit talker. I, I'm just a calm, normal human being. Um, and, but with that said, Rob, you get to go first, buddy. Man, you know this could be the toughest pick of the season. It may be for real. You know, and it would be easy for me to say, "Oh yeah, I'm taking Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell." I don't think I'm doing that. Or you couldn't take both of them anyway. Nope. Because they're both winners. You have to pick one or the other. I am going to pick. Shoot. Who am I going to pick? Um, I'm going to pick – who won the – I'm going to pick William <laughs> Pick William Byron. Good pick. I'm going to pick William Byron. And uh, – huh. Uh, uh, uh. Man. I'm, I'm, right now I'm going through the field. I'm like, who might be <laughs> – jeez. Um, and – and uh, shoot, the fourteen car. The you fourteen. Motherfuck! What? Did you say the fourteen? The fourteen. Oh, yeah. You just crushed Billy. <laughs> Billy, would you have a written pen? I did. Yeah, he did. He was ready. He was ready for that one. All right, Billy, you got to do some thinking now, buddy. Now he did leave. He did leave. Uh, he did leave my obvious Kyle Larson. Okay, I'm going with him. And I swear, I had the 14 wrote down. So <laughs> I'm going to make Jimmy Wags' day here. Oh boy. And I ain't picking Bubba Wallace. Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch? Yeah. Okay. Kurt Busch can drive anything. I I, I certainly yeah. uh I, I believe in that um in in that uh statement for sure. Uh I you know, the obvious choice is Christopher Bell. Um that's the obvious choice and I, I uh, boys I think Oh man, this, this is a tough one. I, this 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 is the hardest one, and I I can remember having to pick. Um, 
I'm going to take Christopher Bell, and I'm going to take – man, I hate – man, God almighty. Um, I want to take a dirt guy, but honest to God, I, Kyle Busch is another guy that I think can drive anything. I, I just got to believe that – I mean – it's such a crapshoot um, without knowing what the heck's going on. But I, I think I'm going to stick with those guys. I'm going to take Christopher Bell, and I'm going to take Kyle Busch. Rob Lokes has um, – um, I'm sorry, Rob. Who did you take first? Uh, the 24 and the 14. That's yeah. right. You got the 24 and the 14. Uh, I forgot Chase Hilly was available. Uh, Billy Bradley, who do you have? The five and more. And I've got Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch. Boys, this is the one that I had to – I mean, I think we all three had to think more about this than we have in a long damn time. So, yeah. uh, that should tell you what kind of a wild card this is. All uh, rookie. Yeah. We're going to be uh, – we're going we're gonna to be thinking about you, bud. Um, <laughs> we're going to be thinking about be you. Interesting. Lugging tires down there and trying to keep your uh, your shoes dry. Um, and we hope you get back on uh, on Sunday night. Uh, Billy, yeah. don't stay up too late listening to those engines on Sunday night. Oh, that's the good thing about being right here. Yeah, you can hear them as you're, as you're driving around. Well, listen, for Rob Lopes, for Billy Bradley, let's all go to Bristol and enjoy a dirt race. What do you boys say? See you guys. Sure, let's enjoy it. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll talk later. See you guys.